0: Welcome to Steps Forward with Ricky, a weekly walking podcast designed to help you take steps forward in your life and your day. Wow, I just started the episode with a wow, because just wow. And I know you could be listening to this for the first time being like, what the hell are we wowing? Here's what we're wowing. I'm celebrating almost two weeks without any medication of my ADHD stimulants, no Vyvanse, no Adderall, nothing, nothing. And you might be tuning in for the first time and you might be like, okay, that's cool, but tell me more. Well, I definitely would suggest you going back to the last episode because I talk all about it, but I have been on ADHD stimulants, a high dose between Vyvanse and Adderall since I was seven years old. I'm 35. I know. I take really good care of my skin. <laughs> no, but seriously, 35 years old, seven years old, basically my entire life. And for context, my mom got sick when I was eight and she died when I was 13. And so there was no space between me understanding my brain, healing my grief, just wrapping my head around the fact that my mom was not here anymore, and then also just understanding what this medicine would do do to me, did to me because my brain was still developing, my heart was broken, and I was a child. And today, I'm fully off it. And I don't know that I've ever truly been so proud of myself. I have walked away from weed. I have walked away from my relationship. I have left Michigan. I traveled across the country. I started a podcast. I started a business. I changed my whole life in 1.5 years and have helped thousands of other people change their lives. And I will tell you right now, this is my biggest accomplishment because this is everything. You know, I've walked through a lot of doors and then there was always a door that was shut. And this was the door that was shut because I didn't know that I could use the keys that I always had because I didn't believe that I could function without it. When you believe you can't live without something, you don't want to live without it. When you believe, when you're told that you can't function without something, you believe that if you don't have that thing, you will not be able to function. Well, let me tell you right now, I believed I couldn't walk away from weed And I did. I believed I couldn't live without it. And I did. And not only did I live without it, I fucking finally lived. I believed I couldn't be without this person that I loved because then I have to go back to my old life and be lonely. Turns out I needed to love myself. I believed so many things in my life that never turned out to be true. The only thing that turned out to be true was that the fear was so much greater in my head than it actually was in real life. And if I had just known that, maybe I would have leaned into the fear faster. This is my greatest accomplishment because this opens the door to everything. Now, what you might not know about ADHD medicine, Vyvanse, Adderall, Concerta, whatever you want to call it, I'm going to to really just talk about Adderall because that was the one that I was the most addicted to. I was on Vyvanse my whole life as well, but they're very similar. But just for context, Adderall was the one that I felt the most addicted to. Makes sense, right? It's an amphetamine. Meth is an amphetamine. These speed you up and they slow you down. Especially when you have ADHD. If you don't have ADHD and you take these medicines, you're going to be running around your house with your head cut off. But if you do have ADHD and you take these medicines, you're still feeling like you're running around your house, but it's like a slow run and you're slowly, you know, crossing things off your list on your own. You're like, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's really great for a long time. Here's the problem it's only great when you're great. It's only good when you're good because it heightens every single emotion that you have suppresses every emotion that you have. It makes you the best version of yourself and the most numb. After I walked away from my weed addiction, I felt more alive than I ever had in my entire life. And here's what I've discovered is that although I was still taking my ADHD medicine, I had basically opened up another door for my body and my brain to heal. I had been depending so much on weed for dopamine because weed increases your dopamine and fucks with your nervous system that once I got rid of it, it was like my body went back to this other baseline, the baseline that I had just been with my medicine. And so although I was still in fight or flight mode, it was like a less version of that because I wasn't getting high all day. So I had this newfound energy and it was all true. The high that I had from not smoking was all true. I built a business. I moved across the country. I've helped transform thousands of people's lives. Top 100 podcast. I mean, it was all true. Everything that I talk about and that you listen to and how great I felt, it was all true. And then this is what happened. About nine months or 10 months into my blissful year of just joy, I started to get really burnt out. I was focusing on just my walking away from weed program, and I had been really trying to just put myself into a box because ever in my life, the the main theme of my life was you got to focus. You got to focus so much, Ricky, that we're going to give you medicine to focus. So the theme of my life is I can't be more than one thing. I have to focus. If I am focused, no matter what, if I work hard and I'm focused, I will make money and be successful. And it worked. I focused just on walking away from weed. That was the problem. I have a neurodivergent brain. We don't like to just focus on one thing. We don't like to focus at all. Actually, that's not true. We like to focus on things that make us excited. And I was getting so much dopamine from all of the TikTok videos and the comments and the likes and making sales and impacting lives and, you know, teaching. And I loved it all, right? But it was all this like big dopamine hit. And so it was hard for me to recognize why I was doing it. What was what? What was making me feel good versus like this big dopamine hit? And I just kept staying focused because that's what I was told to do. And I was finding a lot of success with being focused. Well, then I got real burnt out. Hmm, Makes sense. I have a brain that likes to do a variety of things. I've got a lot of different talents. And to stay focused just on one thing for someone like me was like a it was like a jail sentence, even though I was doing so well. To be known as just one thing, it was just like it was overwhelming for me. And I had this, this sense of guilt and I started to get bored and I wanted to change my focus, but I didn't have something else that I wanted to focus on. But I just wanted to add to what I was doing, right? Like expand my topic and just add and just continue to evolve while still having my walking away from weed program because I love my program more than anything that I've ever created. It's the coolest thing I've ever created besides my podcast. I didn't want to get rid of it, but I wanted to expand. But I couldn't. I couldn't because my central nervous system was shot. I was so scared. I had so much fear and I had so many money issues like I had, was making great money and then I was just like self-sabotaging it without even realizing it because what was happening, and this is what I had learned, was that my body started to go back to that self-sabotaging loop of like, we're doing great, we're not, we're doing great, we're not. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I started taking more medicine, thinking the medication would get me out of this mess. And it wasn't a big mess, but it was a mess that I wasn't like used to anymore, right? You you calibrate to this next level version of you and then old stories come up and old shit comes up and you're like, no, that isn't, we're not here anymore. Like we have changed the chapter. But the old story comes with you when you really haven't changed the chapter fully. You've written half the chapter. So there I was. Successful program, successful podcast, doing great. Honestly, like, struggling a little bit with my physical health, a lot of bruises on my body. My weight has been fluctuating like the last two years. Honestly, it's been fluctuating my whole life, give or take three or four pounds. I'm very small. So like, that's a lot. Hormones all over the place. I'm feeling really depressed before my period, feeling really bored of of my program, not putting it out there. Like I'm experiencing all these old familiar feelings. My first thought process is like, do more. So I'm I'm hiring people, I'm trying to turn it into this or do this to this, or okay, let's 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 just brainstorm what we can make walking away from weed different, or I don't know. Like it was just, it was like go, 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 more, 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 more. And it was like more, 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 and then more medicine. Because as long as I was taking more medicine, I could keep up with the more that I was trying to do, but I wasn't getting anything done. And every time I had an idea, I would act on it because my brain was moving so fast. Every time I felt good, it was followed by a deep feeling of, wait, I'm so confused. Who am I? Every time I wanted to put something else out there, I couldn't because I was so nervous and I felt out of alignment. And I'm telling you right now, this was a life-changing experience and it was only for four or five months. Usually it was like years of this, but I was smart enough this time to know what it felt like to feel good and this didn't feel good anymore. I didn't want to fuck up my whole life. I was like, I've come too far. And I remember I looked in the mirror and I was just like, why are you taking so much medicine? Why are you always taking so much of things? And I realized that I'd done so much work on myself and there was only so much I could do because my central nervous system was literally living in fight or flight mode because that's what the medicine does to you. I want you to listen to that. And I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but these medications and like weed, you know, these things, they, they, they attack your central nervous system. They essentially put you in fight or flight mode. So even if you do therapy and even if you go work out and even if you meditate, you're always in some version of fight or flight mode, which made a lot of sense because once I wasn't as focused and once I was a little bit bored and once I wanted to expand, my nervous system couldn't handle it. It was like, no, we're not doing that. No, you don't get to be successful. No, we can't hold that money. No, just no. It had reached a level of safety and I was over pushing and I wasn't an embodiment with my work anymore. And when I realized that, it was like somebody just took my heart and like broke it. Because I remember having that feeling where like I wanted to do all these things with my life and I was getting high all day. And I remember thinking like you'll never do anything with your life because you're not an embodiment of the work that you want to do. How can you help someone if you can't help yourself? So for five months, I'm going back and forth with myself, taking more medication, more, 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 and trying to turn walking away from me into all these different things, even though it was already a thing that worked, trying to do all these different things and dysregulated nervous system 24 hours a day. Because the medicine heightens everything. So it was really great when I was feeling great. It heightened that. But then I started to feel bored and anxious and these self sabotaging loops. And I'm sitting there like Googling my human design and my personality. And like, I don't fucking know. I'm just like, give me an answer. And then I'm like, oh my God, this is the answer. I have the answers and I can't get to them. I have the answers and I can't get to them. And that was so eye opening for me. I felt like I was back where I was right before I walked away from me, but it was different this time because I was different. There was no going forward without doing this for me. There was no more healing without doing this because I couldn't get to my nervous system. I've never really regulated it the way that it needs to be regulated for me to continue to evolve. It was regulated enough to continue on the journey to get me to a certain place. But then old patterns started happening again and I couldn't get past the door because the door was locked. it didn't matter that I had the keys. I had tried to open it like numerous times. <laughs> Sorry, like just sneezing, coughing. I don't even know what that was. At some point, when you get to a new level of yourself, you have to expect new levels for yourself. Like it wasn't, they didn't, didn't, you know, you just, it didn't matter anymore. It was like, Ricky, who gives a shit? You can't do anything anymore until you do this. And so I look back now and I'm like, wow, that, I'm so grateful I sabotaged a little bit because if I hadn't been in that four to five month, like rut, I would never be without my medicine right now because it forced me to look within myself because old shit started coming up again and that was painful. It was a painful experience for me. So painful that I was willing to change. I knew therapy wasn't going to do it. I knew working out wasn't going to do it. I was already dancing and moving. I knew eating better wasn't going to do it. It just, it was like, what's the one thing in your life you've never taken away? The same question I asked myself when I walked away from weed and I was like, oh, okay, my medicine, I'm out. And it wasn't just like, I woke up one day, and was out. If you've been following my journey, you know, this has taken a couple months for me. now I'm free. I'm not just free from medication. I'm free from self-sabotaging loops because now I get to fully heal them. And if it wasn't for walking away from weed in that year and a half of, or that year of bliss, and if it wasn't for that four or five months of like, what the fuck is going on? I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't have taken this next journey. You know, I have a therapist and we're we're communicating a lot about how I'm how I'm supposed to have variety in my life and how my whole life I've sort of been told to tame it down or to focus. And now I get to be free. I get to regulate my nervous system. I get to be the business coach that I want to be and the consultant that I want to be and the speaker and the podcaster and walking away from weed and the life strategist and whatever I want to be. I can actually lean into all these parts of me now because now I can feel safe becoming them because now I am safe. And I meditate every day now, and I sit there and I tell myself, like, we make a million dollars with the love of our life impacting the world. And I feel what that feels like, and I'm not scared of it anymore. My body's not scared of it anymore. And we breathe into who we are. And we say to ourselves, you are beautiful. Who you are is perfect. That rambunctious, spunky, creative, communicative, expressive, fun, messy little girl is so beautiful. I literally have my hand on my heart right now because I've never felt more proud of myself ever. Like ever. You know, it's like hard for me to find the words because this was my scariest walk yet. I'm doing it. I'm so proud of myself because if I can do this, I can literally do anything. I can help as many people as I want with their lives, with their businesses. I can make as much money as I want. I can create as much impact as I want. I can find the love of my life. Like I can do anything because I did this and I've had to make changes to do this. I have a strict morning routine now. No negotiable, non-negotiable. I wake up in the morning. I turn my alarm off if I set one. and I don't look at my phone for three to four hours. Not one look. I can't. My brain simply cannot handle the dopamine. It's too much. I take my supplements. I take about 11 supplements now. I can link them in the show notes or I can just, I'm not going to link them in the show notes, but I am going to put up something that like people can, you know, they can see my routine and stuff. I take magnesium, um, lion's mane, um, fish oil, like different variations of those. But I take like 11 of them. I drink a very large cup of water. If I'm feeling real spicy, I do my lymphatic drainage facial massage. And then I go to the kitchen and I eat something with protein. I'm really just eating Greek yogurt with almond butter and fruit and some gluten-free granola. And then I make a coffee. And then I go for a walk. And I don't do anything else for three hours. Maybe I read, maybe I stretch. No phone. Waking up, not looking at my phone for three hours, taking all my vitamins, drinking a big, big cup of water making my coffee, eating something with protein and going for a walk. This routine has transformed my life. It's allowed me to get off my medicine. Your diet is everything. Your movement. And then every day besides that morning routine, like the rest of my day right now, I'm just allowing myself to just exist. I'm I'm dancing, I'm I'm writing, I'm creating, I'm podcasting, I'm reading, I'm resting. I'm giving myself 30 days to just be. No pressure. My program, Walking Away From Weed, is still out there. I'm closing the doors to it soon, and I'm finally going to take action on all these things that I wanted to take action on, but not right now. But I know that I will. All the things that I've wanted to turn Walking Away From Weed into, I know it's going to happen now. My podcast, my speaking career, like I want to be, I, I'm going to be one of the most well-known motivational speakers out there. Like I can say these things now. And my nervous system is just like, okay, okay. Like, all right, Ricky. Because I put my hand on my heart and I'm like, we got this. I got this strict morning routine that's keeping me in place. I meditate every single day between one minute to five minutes. I'm spending so much less time on my phone. I can't simply do it anymore. It hurts my head. It hurts my brain. And I'm trying to figure out my why. Not what do I want to do with my life, but just what do I want to feel like? What do I want my life to feel like in love, in life? I'm not looking for answers. I'm looking for feelings because I can feel them now. I'm so grateful to be where I'm at. I am so grateful. And if I can do this, so can you. You can leave your relationship. You can walk away from weed. You can build a business, start a podcast, move across the country. You can walk away from your antidepressants, your your ADHD medicine. You can lose weight. You can change your career. You can change it again. Literally brings me to tears to think about how strong I am. Because it's not me, you know. I'm not thinking about me, Ricky, 35 years old. I'm thinking about Ricky, seven years old, who was put on medication and then watched her mom die the next five years. Like I already had a piece of me taken away just by being medicated, and then this the biggest part of me was taken away. I spent so many years trying to self-medicate myself, to find these two pieces, one that was taken away. I didn't even realize they were taking it away by medicating me. And then this one that I had no control over that I would never get back. And now I have me back because I stopped looking for my mom to come back because she's with me always. Always. And now. And now this little girl is here. And I am. Just as energetic. And alive. As I remember myself. Is it challenging at times to focus? I don't know. A little bit. Not that. Not like crazy amounts though. Do I think I like. Have to rest more? Am I a little more like restless sometimes? But it will even out. It doesn't fucking matter. Because I refuse to let anything have control over me ever again besides me. We are just getting started. This is like chapter two for those that are like, what? I haven't even read chapter one. Like, you need to catch up immediately. (laughs) I have so many great things coming and I don't even know what they are. I just know that they're coming. I just know it. New versions of the program, new versions of me. Like, just I know it. I know it. I feel it in my bones. I don't know why I'm crying. (laughs) I'm such a baby. I'm just alive again. I was alive before, but a part of me wasn't. I'm fucking alive now. And I'm the healthiest I've ever been, even though my gut's all fucked up and my weight's just not where I want it to be. And I'm having all these stomach issues. It doesn't fucking matter because they will all get worked out. <laughs> Everything I do now is for me, is for the future of my life. I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm so grateful for this podcast. I'm so grateful that I have this space to just be myself. And thank you for allowing me to change, for being on the journey, for allowing me to be in weird spaces, for just letting me be myself. It's the most beautiful experience of my life becoming myself again. And that dog just has to ruin it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. I got to go. You can join the Walk You Wait For Me program. It closes in a week. Do not wait. The next time it's offered, it's just it's not going to be offered for the next couple months because I'm going to be actually doing things with it now behind the scenes. I'm going to be offering different things. And I'm so excited, but I don't want to talk about them right now because right now it doesn't matter. Right now, the walking away from me program is open for you. The price is $600. It's going to increase to 1000 in the next few days. Those are my offerings right now. And I will have plenty more for your life, for your business. But right now, I'm just so happy to be where I'm at. To be free. You deserve to be free. I'll see you next week.